Hi, I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieV47, from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Ay 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, extra episode 94, Rangers Round the World, Hurricane Gold. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to Ranger up with your host, I'm Eric, also known as b 47 This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Chris P., Steve F., Justin Z, Richie S, Charlie M, Brian M, Craig M, Liz M, Mason M, Tyler W, Steve R, Hassan A, Jacob P, Josh P, Derek G, and Teresa B for supporting us this month. Remember, you can go to linktr.ee slash rangercommandph for all the links to our show, including our Amazon affiliate link at amazon.com slash shop slash rangercommandph. So this is a new segment for Ranger Command Power Hour. This is a new batch of extra episodes that we're doing. Rangers Round the World is a new version of our Ranger Nation Spotlight series focusing on fans around the world and their unique perspective of 30 years of Power Rangers in their particular country. Power Rangers is a global franchise, and what better way to celebrate this anniversary than by going around the world. And my first guest in this new series is Daniel, also known as Hurricane Gold. Daniel is a visual effects artist, YouTuber, and longtime member of Ranger Nation. For the 30th anniversary, Daniel recently recreated all of the Power Ranger morphs, which can be seen on his YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Hurricane Gold. Welcome to Ranger Command Power Hour. Hi. Thanks for inviting me. I'm really honored. Yeah, you were one of the first people we put out the call and you were one of the first people to fill out the form. So I definitely wanted to have you on, especially after those amazing videos that you did for recreating the morphs. I just think that was such a cool way to use your talents to celebrate the 30th anniversary. Oh, thanks. That made the stress kind of worth (laughs) because yeah that was that was a wild experience (laughs) yeah i can imagine did you give yourself like any kind of buffer or were you just like because i know it i know it can't be easy i mean i'm I'm a graphic designer and i know deadlines are like looming especially (laughs) when you try to have a really cool project that you want to focus on yeah i think i started two weeks before Mm -hmm. so not a whole lot of time it it quickly caught up to me i think time force or wild force i was doing them on the day pretty much oh my gosh and and the problem was i wasn't just doing the morphs i was also doing the videos to the morphs where i explained the morphs and that also took some time i did thumbnails i did uh all that kind of stuff that i didn't really account for um (laughs) so yeah it was all kinds of stressful Well, I I think it came out great. It's an amazing series. I'm definitely going to link to those in the show notes, but I wanted to ask, cause I, whenever we do like a spotlight or, you know, have a fandom member on, I I'm always curious about everyone's history with power Rangers and like where they came into the franchise. So what was your history with power Rangers? What was maybe your first experience with the show? So I honestly can't remember because 
I kind of was always into Power Rangers. (laughs) I talked to my parents about this like a couple of times. Like, when did I actually get into it? And I think it was, wait, let me think, Christmas 2004. Yes, where I got like toys from from Dino Thunder and, and Ninja Storm. And I think that kicked all of it off. But mm-hmm. I'm not sure, actually. <laughs> so I guess my first seasons were like Dino Thunder. I can't remember a bit mm-hmm. of, of watching Dino Thunder, but the first full season I can remember is uh, SPD, actually. Nice. I'm like an OG fan. I grew up with Mighty Morphin and all that. But my brother, his first kind of big Power Rangers getting into it because he knew I was into it was SPD. And he was 10 years old at the time. So kind of that age range. Oh, yeah. And SPD is just one of my favorite seasons because I got into Decca Ranger the year before. That was my first Sentai. So, you know, all the crazy stuff that they're announcing for 20 years of Decca Ranger. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, where is the time yeah. gone? Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to feel old now as well it's <laughs> it's been pretty well like 10 years was okay yeah, yeah when it yeah. had the 10 years after and when i think spd had at um at some convention they had that like 10 years later yeah. uh, anniversary panel where they read like fan fiction or something that was all good but now that it's 20 years now and 2025 is there where the hell did that other 10 years go <laughs> <laughs> i've been doing this For podcast years. that's why <laughs> So what would you say your top three seasons of Power Rangers are? Oh, I hate that question. Uh. <laughs> well, I know, I know I do too. It, it kind of mm. like changes all the time, but yes, right yes. now, what are you kind of just vibing with? If you're going back and rewatching anything or maybe the most nostalgic for you? Uh, the most nostalgic right now, definitely SPD actually. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, let me, let me, let me see. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, that's so hard. Uh, Hyperforce is definitely one of those. Nice. As well. Like Hyperforce is just so amazing. And for the third, I'm still in that hype. Uh, let's go with Cosmic Fury, I guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, Cosmic Fury at the time of recording this was about three weeks ago, almost a month. And yeah, it was nuts because I was one of those ones that was fortunate enough to get a review copy. And I must have watched Cosmic Fury five or six times all the way through the rewatch value on that is just so good because i'm always picking up new things in it exactly i also watched it like at least 10 times or something i watched an episode like on my way to work on my way home (laughs) on my break (laughs) all the time it was so cool (laughs) it's really awesome and and kind of to tie this back to cosmic fury now that you bring it up you kind of helped with cosmic fury in a way (laughs) can you can you talk a little bit about that i mean kind of so that that story is kind of big i guess i have to tell it from somewhere in the beginning sure so back when dino charge happened um in 2015 like bandai germany closed and i guess this is why nickelodeon didn't want to air dino uh dino charge anymore Mm. dino fury i think i said no dino charge yeah everything about dino charge so they stopped doing like the dub and stopped airing it. So Netflix had to take over. Mm-hmm. And with that, the studio actually changed. So all the voice actors were kind of switched. They were offered to go to the new studio. Yeah. But like the pay was way lower. So they all kind of collectively decided to not do it anymore. So fast forward to like last year, I met some of them at Vienna Comic Con, actually. 
nice and talked about like their experience and they actually told me that that story uh because no one really knew that before mm -hmm. um so i heard all that from them and the voice actor of heckle was especially sad because obviously heckle only appeared in like two or three episodes in Dino Charge. Yeah. And he knew what story he had in Dino Supercharge, that he was like the main villain and stuff like that. And so he was really sad that he couldn't continue. A few months later, I think the rumors of Heckle being in the, uh, Cosmic Fury started. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what better opportunity to try and get the voice <laughs> actor back than this? So I basically contacted him and told him like, hey, this thing is happening. And he basically sent me a voice memo, said that he was interested, but he didn't really have high hopes since he thought that the studio would like choose the newer voice actor who did more episodes. Sure. Which is logical, but he didn't know that the studio changed like four times since 2016. Oh, wow. And it got worse with every studio, honestly. Oh, no. Up until the newest one. The newest is for, for Once and Always in Cosmic Fury was honestly really nice. But back then, I didn't really know which studio actually had the license now to Cosmic Fury. Mm -hmm. So I contacted like a bunch of studios and one of them replied telling me, yeah, like they couldn't confirm it, but they basically said sure. that they were doing the Cosmic Fury um, dub. And like I got the contact to the director of the dub and all that stuff. So I basically connected those two. And I guess that they knew each other, um, the, oh, the wow. voice actor of Heckle and, and him. So... Like a few hours later, he told me like, yeah, um, sometimes hoping is a good thing. And that's all I knew. And funny thing, that was basically confirmation to me that Heckle is in Cosmic Fury, actually. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And I had to keep that obviously a secret. For sure. And then when I finally saw the credit, it was really nice that the original voice actor of Heckle finally returned, became the Dark Ranger, finally could voice him again. It was really nice. That's amazing. And it opens up something that I haven't considered, or now that I think to ask, when you are watching Power Rangers, do you sometimes watch it in English or, because you're, you're from Austria, so mm -hmm. these are German dubs, correct? Exactly, yes. So do you like switch at all or do you have a preference for one or the other? Because you said sometimes the dubs have gotten worse over the years. Yeah, normally the dubs, every German speaking person would say that the original is always better. Sure. With the exception of SpongeBob, because for some reason the German dub of SpongeBob is so much better than, than really? the original. Wow. Honestly, yes, it's so good. But normally the original versions are better. Mm -hmm. um, and I do tend to normally watch the original version, especially with like the newer seasons. As I said, it's gotten really bad. The one season I do watch in German actually is uh, Samurai. Oh, okay. Because we, we know that the actors of Samurai aren't the best, <laughs> I'd say. And the dubbing cast of Samurai is actually a pretty famous one. Oh, wow. Um, so they got really high tier for, for like Samurai, uh, Megaforce and Dino Charge. They got pretty good voice actors, actually. Probably a lot more emotion than that Samurai exactly, dub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the acting of, of Samurai. <laughs> to me personally, maybe it's nostalgia, but sure, I loved Samurai. Yeah. And I never had anything against the acting, obviously, because I had the German voice actors. <laughs> so I love to watch that season in, in German. We talked a little bit about the videos that you made for the 30th anniversary, but mm -hmm. how do you enjoy your fandom for Power Rangers? And how did you get into visual effects? Was was Power Rangers an, an inspiration of that? 
Power Rangers was definitely a reason for it. I was always into kind of filmmaking and all that stuff. I think what started it for me pretty much was uh, the one year where Power Rangers had a break. I had to find a new hobby pretty much. And I found that in Lego. Mm. And in that turn, I found like Lego stop motion videos. So I kind of combined Power Rangers and Lego always. So I had like Lego Power Rangers and stuff, which is why the Samurai Mega Bloks thing was like the greatest thing that (laughs) ever happened to me, honestly. And it was official. (laughs) Yes, it was so cool. I I had more Mega Bloks toys than actual Bandai toys. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I was so into it. And so I guess with stop motion videos, it all started and mm-hmm. I kind of got more and more into doing After Effects and, and all those VSX stuff and combined that with Power Rangers then because Power Rangers was airing again. And yeah, I, I think that's how the visual effects thing started. And now I'm kind of doing it professionally in some way. <laughs> that's amazing. Like whenever you can turn a, a passion or a hobby into something that you do professionally, it's always a great feeling. And mm-hmm. why I said, I really thought the morph videos were, were really cool. I, I really enjoyed sure. watching those. So with Power Rangers and how you express your fandom, do you collect a lot of stuff? Do you just like watching the show, like maybe more than, than just visual mm-hmm. effects with your fandom. Yeah, definitely. Um, so for me, it's definitely not just the visual effects of Power Rangers. First of all, it's the filmmaking itself of Power Rangers that I love as well. Mm-hmm. And then all of the things outside of, of the show, like the toys. I've been really, really into collecting the toys lately. I've bought, I think in the last three months, about 16 Megazords. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been doing that a lot. I love the more first, the lightning collection. I've been doing, uh, mm-hmm. collecting that more and more. And what I really love about Power Rangers, though, it's kind of the obscure stuff. The things that not everyone knows about, like yeah. the video games. I love the video games, the Super Legends video game as well, uh, especially that one. I don't know if you know that that Mission Training DVD. I know, I know of it, but I, I haven't seen it. Yeah. You should see it. It's amazing. Uh, it's with Rex Ranger, who I think oh, yeah, is the right. most important person in Power Rangers canon. He just brings everything together. Same with the future Mega Ranger, those two. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love them. And I've been trying, by the way, just a public call out. I've been trying to find the actor for Rex Ranger. If anyone knows about him, please let me know. I've been trying to find him for like six years straight and I have not found any info yet. Wow. I didn't know that was so elusive. There are no credits for anything. (laughs) So you heard it here, folks. If you know who Rex Ranger is, (laughs) I'm sending out the call and putting it out there. Any particular reason why you just start going like Zord crazy? Because I I think that's something I would eventually want to do too, like, especially with the 30th anniversary, because I know I I don't have every single Megazord, but I think it's a cool goal to have. Yeah. I'd never know if I really want every single Megazord, but I'm, I'm, I guess I'm getting there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting there. Um, I guess it it started uh, just buying the ones I always wanted as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, was it called the Centaurus Megazord from Lost Galaxy? Yeah. Which is like a really random Megazord to have like a, as a favorite Megazord. But there's that one shot where he walks and those legs just close together, <laughs> right. uh, which is the one shot I always remembered as a kid. I don't know why. Um, so it started with that. But then I found a lot of 
cheap deals. I don't think I paid more than 30 bucks for a Megazord yet. Wow, that is pretty good. Yeah, I just randomly found all of those. And I guess that's how everything happened. (laughs) I never intended it to be that big. (laughs) One of the things when... I started thinking about the series and how fans in different countries, how they interact with Power Rangers, because they always say Power Rangers is a global franchise, and it is. That's why I I wanted to talk to people from different countries, because I don't hear a lot of those stories. Like I don't feel like they're really talked about. And so one of the things I wanted to ask, like before Netflix Worldwide happened, how did Power Rangers air in your country. So timing wise, you mean, or, or like timing channel, was it on TV? Did you have to just go on the internet and find it? Was it always on (laughs) Netflix? That kind of stuff. Oh man. So I guess up until RPM, Mm -hmm. it just basically like every other country besides the U S it just aired the year afterwards. I don't even know why that happened to be honest. I think it's just because a lot of studios didn't really think that, MMPR would be that mm-hmm. big or something, I guess. And then they they only had it a year later. But yeah, that's why everything aired a, a year later, pretty much. It changed channels in, at Wild Force because um, mm. there's like a channel that is owned, co-owned by Disney in Germany or was back then, um, which is why they, they changed it for Wild Force. And then obviously for Samurai, it changed to Nickelodeon. But only up until Dino Charge and then Dino Supercharge through Super Ninja Steel actually aired on Netflix, like exclusively on Netflix. So Power Rangers was a Netflix exclusive in Germany already, which is so fun. Honestly, I don't know why that is. Um, Were they doing it week to week? No, they were just putting out the whole season. It's those international spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) But the Dino Charge, Dino Supercharge and stuff like that, they Mm -hmm. aired like one and a half years later. Oh, wow. So it was really, really late. We got Dino Supercharge, I think, in 2018 only. Whoa. Yeah, so that's that crazy. took a long time. But from Samurai to Dino Charge, it had like half a year later or something. Mm-hmm. So that was really nice. Exactly. I think the, the one-year break really helped it because we never got the uh, remaster reversion version. Yeah, <laughs> the bad one. <laughs> what about like merchandising in Austria? Do you get it like a lot of stuff? Like, I, I don't know what, was there Toys R Us out there? Like international <laughs> Toys R Us? Or? Yeah, we actually had a Toys R Us up until like a few years ago. Same as yeah. Like the US. Yeah, we actually did get most of the stuff, I think. I mean, I don't remember all too much from before Samurai. Sure. Uh, I, I know that RPM stuff was hard to get. Because mm-hmm. I guess RPM aired in 2010 and... I guess just no one cared right? anymore at that point because Power Rangers was already dead in the US. We pretty much got all up until Dino Charge because that was when, as I said, Bandai Germany closed. So we did not get, we didn't get any Ninja Steel toys at all. Uh, Dino Supercharge toys as well. Dino Charge, we only got Wave 1. So Mm. at that point, it really was bad. And we never got, for some reason, the basic Dino Fury figures. Oh, wow. Weird, but yeah. I don't know if it was earlier this year or late last year, but didn't Hasbro Pulse open up to a bunch of different countries? Yes, finally. That was bad before. 
<laughs> you couldn't get any of the exclusives. Did you import or were you into collecting really? Or when kind of like the lightning collection stuff? You're reminding me of dark times. Oh, oh I'm no. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that was so bad. I remember. Yes. Lightning collection started in 2019, right? Yeah. yeah 2018, 2019. So, yeah. Yeah. 2019. So you could get like the first few waves were on Amazon. That was okay. But mm -hmm. when they started the exclusives and all that stuff, oh, that was bad. That was so bad because I didn't get the Green Ranger Fighting Spirit one. I didn't get the Lost Galaxy and Psycho Red one because you couldn't get those yeah. anywhere. Obviously, the San Diego Comic-Con one was impossible to get. Yeah, no, that was really bad. And the GameStop exclusives were not available at all. There mm. was that one store, Savi. Mm. Savi, I don't know what it's called. That did sell a lot of exclusives later, like beginning of mid of 2020 or something. But yeah, no, all the pools exclusives we never got. We, we never Jeez. got a lot of those. And we only got them, the Lightning Collection in stores in end of 2021, I think. Oh, okay. So that's when we really started that. But the cool thing is we're now getting like the older waves. Oh, so that's great. I got like Dragon for 30 euros. Which one do I have? Zeo Gold for 30 euros, which are all like really pricey right now. Yeah, for uh, sure. So it's really cool that I got those. I think MMPR Red, like the first version is also somewhere for like 20, 30 euros. But yeah, no, before that, it was it was hard to get anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we were, we were talking about Power Rangers airing internationally. And one of the things that you mentioned when, when you signed up, because I had a question there, like, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Yeah, like the whole fandom debate when like international spoilers would start happening. I, I know I, I made several jokes about it on this podcast before, but it just became such a hot bun topic. From your perspective, is that just like, oh, you American fans type of thing? Like, what, what is that? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was really annoying sometimes because... Yeah, I mean, obviously, we international fans all look at the English broadcast, mm -hmm. no matter how we find it, if it's a live stream, if it's some rip or something like that. But it was always treated as like normal. And, and there were no, especially when people were live tweeting the episodes without yeah. any spoiler tags or something. So the people who had to wait for a rip were spoiled. And then when the international spoilers came, Everyone was like, no, we need to use the, the hashtags. The hashtags. <laughs> we need to use, be safe and all that stuff. So that was that was kind of annoying as an international fan, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I was one of the lucky ones who always found a live stream of Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it wasn't too bad for me, but I know a lot of people who, who were kind of spoiled about that. And I think with Super Megaforce, I was also pretty spoiled because of the... Mm. What was it called back then? PR Samurai Cast, the YouTube channel, the, the nowadays yes. main Power Ranger channel. Yes. They uploaded clips to everything and I hated that because I couldn't watch the, the whole episode. So I basically resorted to just watching clips. Oh my gosh, that's nuts. <laughs> and it's kind of crazy because one of the things that, you know, obviously I'm a, I'm a completionist when it comes to media. Like I love physical media. I love DVDs. I love having the correct versions of stuff. I've actually resorted to importing the German 
<laughs> sets like the blu-ray sets for samurai and um like mega force and super May- like they had this really mm-hmm. cool set and also i had to import a couple of the dino supercharge dvds because they had the christmas special on there which was never <laughs> part of our dvd set so oh. yeah it kind of works both ways there but <laughs> we never got like another mega set for samurai or super samurai. And it's such a shame to me because we didn't get any series here in Blu-ray except super samurai. And they did that Blu-ray and I guess it didn't sell great. So they're like, okay, we're never putting power Rangers on Blu-rays again. (laughs) For me, that was a huge, like, wait, Germany did these and they look amazing because Samurai onwards, you know, filmed in those with those nice 4K cameras, like the red cameras and all that stuff. You know, you want to talk about behind the scenes. There is some amazing, gorgeous footage that exists. And, you know, for some of these seasons to have it on DVD, it's a shame, really. Yeah, definitely. We were pretty blessed, honestly, with with the DVDs and Blu-rays. I don't know why. But we always had like complete seasons and all that stuff. We were kind of the first uh, to mm-hmm. have the, the complete seasons. I think that was because of one fan. I don't know who, what his name was. I think Master Ranger or something like that. Mm. Who like ran the, the whole German Power Ranger fandom and like a big site and all that stuff. Who had contacts to Just Bridge, who was the, the DVD publishing mm-hmm. uh, publisher. And I think he did a lot of that to get all the groundwork um, all the dvds and all the the blu-rays made yeah exactly and we got blu-rays from samurai up through super mega force and then dino charge we also got on dvd which looks so bad and hd season on dvd is so bad really (laughs) when i got that box set that i import i imported from amazon germany like it it was just Mm. there and i'm like oh cool i can just ship it here (laughs) because people were talking about that on ranger board a few years ago and i'm like I kind of want to just complete my physical media collection. So I was very surprised to get those and the quality is just crazy. We actually also got like MMPR on Blu-ray. So it was like an SD on Blu-ray thing. So it wasn't really remastered or anything, but it had a higher bit rate, which was pretty nice to look at. So the the, the masters were really great. Yeah, I know when Shout Factory did the DVDs for Mighty Morphin, when they started coming out, like there's a lot of criticism about Mm. the masters they were using and and how it was cut and and framed. So I don't know, maybe I'm going to have to find MMPR on (laughs) (laughs) Blu-ray. It's pretty cheap online, honestly, so... You can cough that. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I can get that. (laughs) Anything else when it comes to just in your country or what you've noticed in America regarding Power Rangers? Because at least for me and probably a lot of the fandom specifically for this 30th anniversary, it feels like we've had to do as fans so much legwork to like promote the show and celebrate it and get it out there because Hasbro's not doing it. And that's why, you know, I kind of wanted to have this look back with Rangers around the world. Like I want to celebrate power Rangers because I don't feel it's getting celebrated enough. And I guess my question is what have you noticed about the 30th anniversary in your country or other fans that, you know, locally, or, or are you glad for things like Twitter and social media where, you know, you can celebrate more actively with, with a bigger audience? Yes, definitely. So much. I think the big Power Rangers site, the German Power Rangers site, that went down in 2015, I think, or 2016, Mm. because that guy just 
exited the fandom he didn't really enjoy it anymore so we didn't have anything anymore to to like contact and, and connect together so in 2014 i made my twitter account uh hurricane gold and yeah no that's been my daily thing since then so i i wouldn't really have any one in the fandom to, to talk to if it wasn't for twitter any actually and having that international feeling as well where i'm not like talking to german fans or just american fans mm-hmm. but it's like fans all over the world uh, it's it's really cool it's really nice so your screen name is is that just because of of ninja storm and uh, hurricane jer yeah exactly i didn't know where the gold came from i guess <laughs> i wanted to have like a mascot or something so i had my original ranger because back then my my profile picture was actually like a photoshop uh ninja storm red oh uh, nice who were made into gold but he looked more yellow than gold anyway uh <laughs> so yeah i guess that's where it started like hurricane gold and hurricane gold itself was already taken on twitter so what i did was i added another r so i had three r's in hurricane uh, which was so bad because no one saw that there were three r's right <laughs> i added an underscore a few years later nice yeah. <laughs> Any questions for me as a typical American Power Rangers fan, I guess? How was it normally for you to to see those international spoilers? Did you watch those or did you try to steer away? <laughs> I mean, a, a lot of that happened, you know, as this podcast has, has been going on. And part of me was like, oh, look, I found them <laughs> somewhere, somehow. <laughs> But, but no, I mean, I would, I would download them when, when they became available. My feelings on, on spoilers is, and especially as a content creator, like I wanted to be ahead and and in the know, mm-hmm. uh, obviously for when we reviewed seasons, we always did it as the season was airing here in the States, just because I did want to be respectful because I know not everyone wants to see spoilers. So as much as I could online, you know, I would, if anything was huge, you know, I'd tag spoilers or I just, I wouldn't share them on my podcast account. It would just be maybe personally like, oh man, that's cool. But I would still tag it because I know, I know some fans, they want to wait and they don't want the experience. Like they want to experience as it airs and be surprised. And that's why, like when a lot of the stuff started leaking for Kazakh Fury, I was like, no, it's yeah. so cool. <laughs> I'm like, no, this stuff should be seen when you're seeing it. But that's a whole nother thing I, I won't get into, but <laughs> yeah, but but for me personally, I would just want to be in the know. Like I would want to watch them as they come out. So yeah, I would click spoiler tags on on Ranger <laughs> Board. I would like, ooh, that sounds really cool. But I think for for Cosmic Fury, even if I didn't get a review copy, I'd probably just be in the dark about it because I I would go like media blackout because this was such a highly anticipated season. I wouldn't want to ruin that experience for anyone because I just, I just saw it was so cool. I mean, I've literally watched this season through like six times. It's <laughs> there's something about it. Maybe it is because it's last where I'm kind of like trying to hold on to it a little bit, but, but I just think it's a really well-crafted season. Yeah. It's, it's such a good experience. Really. I just thought Cosmic Fury was, was really incredible. And that's why I liked that, at least for this season, Netflix was like, we're dropping it globally for everyone on the same day. Just 
to have that experience of everyone getting it all at once, that really felt awesome. Like we didn't have any international spoilers or, you know, people arguing about that or anything. It was just nice that for the people that weren't spoiled to see their reactions on the day and be like, Whoa, my God, I can't believe this. And this happened. And so that particular weekend of release was pretty fun. I was like peeking in on social media and seeing what people were freaking about, about cosmic fairy. It's a fun season. Yeah, really. And I think it's, it's such a unique experience of like Mm -hmm. the 10 episodes that have so much story in there and we're pretty much Every second is a spoiler. I guess that's why we didn't really have a trailer. Exactly. Everything would have been spoiled if anything was shown, really. Oh, just Ollie's Blue Ranger, like that that dark yes. Blue Ranger. Um, I was so sad when that was spoiled. I was so sad because I was like, oh man, that's especially the opening itself spoiled it, which I hated so much. And that's why I tried to tell everyone, like, I'm like, don't skip like, the openings, skip yes. the openings, just watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's that's kind of a bummer that the open like like they did it. I'm like, why are you showing this? Do that after the debut. Yes. Because I didn't even know when when Strozzle revealed that uh, that box. I guess I didn't even think of him getting a morpher. And yeah, it's just like, oh, here's a surprise, and you're like, oh, okay, what is that? They were so great with that of of like teasing things and paying it off when you least expect. Because especially the fern twist gets me still every time every single time i've rewatched it 10 times and i still am surprised by it that is my favorite episode that one and um operation seasoning those two episodes like um i'm dropping on the name um uh fern's debut it wasn't like power up or ranger lift off i think lift off lift yeah lift off yeah so Liftoff and Operation Seasoning. That episode name is so dumb, but I love that episode so much. (laughs) Like, it's so good, especially like with all the heckle Dark Ranger stuff. What a payoff. And are you into the comics at all? Like, do you guys get the comics? Okay, cool. We don't get, we we got like two volumes of them and no one bought bought them, I guess. Because I didn't buy them them either because I already had them in English. I didn't need them in German. So they they stopped after that. Oh, got it. But it's interesting because I know Simon Bennett has said, oh, you know, we don't do any, like anything Mm -hmm. with the comics or whatever. But Heckle's statements were so vague. He's like, oh, and then I became good. I'm like... (laughs) I'm like, the comic stuff happened. Like, you can't deny it. Like, there's nothing in there that's contradicting, you know, what happened in the comic. So, Senowing's dead. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But no, that was just so cool. And then the whole with his morpher and Mm -hmm. ah, it was good. That was something I didn't even think about that he would morph his boomerang. I was like, Will he use the, the Titano Charge Morpher? Will he use the normal Morpher? What will he do? Will he just use the Energem? Yeah. What energy does he have? And then it was just a boomerang. That was so genius. But I loved every time they did like that overhead shot. It was just so, so good. Ah, I, I could go on and on about, about Cosmic Fury. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> do you have any projects you've got going on? Where can people find you online? Maybe plug any future projects that you might have on your YouTube? Sure. So not on my channel, but I'm working on a lot of stuff right now. So I can just say, first of all, check out Super Unknown Person. I'm, I've been doing the VFX for him for almost three, no, more than three years now. Holy, wow. 
it's been a long time. So check his videos out. We recently did a really big project, Destruction of the Morphing Grid, exactly. Oh, okay. Um, which was like a 26-minute uh, short film with over 200 VFX shots. I've We've worked on it for Whoa. like one and a half years, really long. And it's been pretty amazing to work on that. I also did some stuff for Unworthy Productions, um, mm. Psycho Menace, Psycho Menace. So that is cool, like a, a, a little two minutes, two minute sequence. Um, it was nice. really cool to to finally work with them. Also, Power Rangers Rail Riders episode one is already out, I think, at that point. So go and watch that. I did some VFX for that as well. And uh, Ancient Warriors is also releasing pretty soon, I think. I did some VFX for that one too. That's awesome. So a lot of projects. So I didn't, I didn't really have time to work on my own stuff. But I'm hoping to do some more morphs pretty soon to continue that series and to just talk about Power Rangers. I also really like the the magazines from Power Rangers, the the older European ones, which we <laughs> never got here. And there's like crazy comics in in that one too. And I know Boom Studios they're releasing like that you know Power Rangers archive, yeah. the hardcovers, but they don't have any of the magazine stuff. And that's one of the things I'm like super jealous, like for the international fans, I'm like, you guys get those cool, like mini comic magazine <laughs> stuff. And they're better than I thought, honestly, because I reread mm. them like a few years ago and they have stuff like, um, first of all, like the orange dino charge Ranger, which was yeah. very cool. SPD Rangers are getting a new, uh, a new Zord. The first few RPM comics are before the first episode. Oh, so wow. that like showing a bit a bit more of that, uh, just uh, the three of them as a team. So so stuff like that. And I think Daishi got a new form in some comic. So really amazing stuff, honestly. I, I wow. always wanted to get into it. So I'm hoping I'm able to to get into that pretty soon on my uh, YouTube channel. Oh, I'm definitely looking yeah. forward to that because those sound really cool. <laughs> and the search for Rex Ranger has to happen. Like, oh yes, please. please. <laughs> so anyone, oh. seriously, if you know anything about about Rex Ranger, please <laughs> let us know, and we'll get in contact with Daniel. This has been great, and I, I really appreciate you taking the time and kicking off this series. So where can people find you on, on social media? Just Hurricane Gold, like look it exactly. up. Exactly. On on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. I'm hoping on threads as soon as it's available in Europe. Because uh, I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of stuff. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really. I mean, especially since Simon Bennett left. Oh, Twitter, that's I, true. I thought he would do a lot on, on threads. I don't know if he, if he still uses it. I haven't it, been but... paying attention lately. <laughs> <laughs> now Cosmic Fury is out. It's. <laughs> yeah, I know he definitely uses it because I have seen some uh, small behind the scenes things, but I mean, people repost that on Twitter all the time. So. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> this has been awesome. And to every one of our listeners, we'll have the links to all of the projects that uh, Daniel's talked about and also his own links. It's been really great talking with you uh, again. I know it's uh, evening over there, uh, so I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to come on the show and definitely you're more than welcome back anytime. Thank you. Thanks. It's, it's been really amazing to finally be on Ranger Command, um, something I've listened to for, I don't know how many years, like at least six, seven, eight, nine years. Oh, uh, wow. Well, well, probably since so, we so started. A long, so a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been listening to it for a long time. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that. That's cool. So now I'll know where... <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, this is crazy. Speaking of international, I'm on some service that tracks podcast rankings, but it does it international. I mean, we're top 30 in, uh, what was that? Like Barbados or something? It was like, <laughs> it was something weird. I'm like, wait, what's <laughs> happening? Where are people listening to us? Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, wait. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we're we're like number thirty nine in uh, Burkina Faso. So yeah, <laughs> go us. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh no, it's it's awesome. Once again, Daniel, just thank you so much, and uh, really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. So Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter slash X at rangercommandph. I don't know for how long once they start charging, um, <laughs> but you can find all of our social media links at linktr.ee slash rangercommandph. And until the next Ranger Command Power Hour, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye everyone. Bye. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks by pledging you are helping us make our show even better go to patreon.com slash ranger command ph to learn more thanks for listening